0: Hello and welcome back to Moments with Moni. I'm glad you're here to join us for today's episode. I promised you last week we would be discussing microgreens. God created the heavens and the earth and the animals on the earth and the fish of the sea and all things in it including mankind God blessed them and said to them be fruitful and multiply and fill the earth and subdue it and have dominion over the fish of the sea and over the birds of the heavens and over every living thing that moves on the earth. And God saw everything that he had made, and behold, it was very good. And there was evening, and there was morning, the sixth day. And then the Reader's Digest version, God rested on the seventh day. Then man sinned and was kicked out of that beautiful, perfect garden because of disobedience. So now man tills the ground to provide food for his family, and women... Are in pain during childbirth and want to rule over their husbands. Not only that, it got even worse. So bad that the whole world except for one family had so much sin that God said, enough is enough. I'm getting rid of all of them. There's a big flood coming. Noah, I want you to build this ark and then put your family and these animals inside. I will get them there. I will close the door and we'll start over. But God had mercy on mankind and sent Noah and his family through this flood with all the animals. And when the water stopped coming down and up from the ground and receded, the ark landed on dry ground. And after a while, Noah and his family came out onto the earth and Noah built an altar and he burned a sacrifice to god thanking him for his mercy and god put a rainbow in the sky as a reminder to not flood the earth again god promised that that rainbow is there so that he remembers well he always remembers that we are also reminded that he will never never flood the entire earth again of course there is different judgment coming and that has to do with fire but Today, we're talking about microgreens. What does this all have to do with microgreens? Well, those seeds started in the garden. And after the flood, God allowed the people to eat meat as well and put fear in the animals. So we are reminded actually at this time in the history of man to remind mankind that it's okay to eat meat. And it's okay to get married. And again, that's a different study too. As a woman of God, we are trying to feed our families nutritious food and take care of them and be good keepers at home. So I hope the following information will be helpful to you, whether you use just a few pots on the kitchen counter, the kitchen windowsill, a greenhouse out on the back porch, or a garden in the backyard, a farm, a homestead, so it's the end of April, and we had such beautiful weather last week, but today it's raining and cloudy, and there's just more of that in the forecast, lots of it. This is why I don't plant things outside until the local mountain is has no more snow on top of it. That's what the uh, Indians have always said. Otherwise, we may lose crops. That's why I like to start inside. And for that matter, also because it's easy for me to grow something on the counter. I have a grow light that I use so that the seeds get a lot of light, even though the house can be dark and gloomy during these rainy days. Now, I used to grow sprouts, which are seeds that are placed in a jar with some water until the seeds sprout. Some of you in warmer climates may be able to do that, but mine usually turn to mold before they are ready to harvest. I have found that I have more success with microgreens, and the only difference is that I place the seeds in a medium of either coconut core or potting soil mix, some sort of a growth medium so that the seeds can sprout. But the difference with growing a plant, full-grown plant, and microgreens is you mass plant the seeds after soaking them. And then harvest time is accelerated after the plant reaches the height of about anywhere from an inch to three inches. Microgreens also contain much more flavor than sprouted seeds do. They actually have a potent flavor of whatever vegetable it is that you're mass producing in this micro seed way. One of my favorite microgreen seeds to grow this way is black sunflower seeds. You soak the seeds in water for a few hours and then plant them in the soil with just a light covering of soil and cover them and leave them in the dark until They start to sprout, and then turn on your grow light and keep them moist on top. After you've got the second set of leaves, or a little beyond that, you can just clip them with a scissor or a knife and add them to your salads to add a lot of flavor and a lot of nutrients. I think my second favorite microgreen plant is peas. But you have to find a bag of peas that are whole. You can't use split peas. I found some at the local natural grocery store. Just a one pound bag has lasted me several years. And you mass seed them in the soil underneath the grow light in just the same way. You just cover them lightly and cover them in the dark in the moist soil until they start to sprout, then uncover them and let them grow under the grow light. Now these can grow a little bit taller, but then they tend to get tough as well. So these, I think I harvest about anywhere from four to six inches. Beyond that, as a plant, you might be better off just taking it outside and replanting it. I love arugula lettuce, but it doesn't seem to work as well for microgreens so i do start those inside under the grow lights and wait until i can plant them outside in the greenhouse you can purchase bulk seeds online from amazon or check your local natural food stores i like to get the broccoli and radish mix of seeds you get quite a bit of those and as microgreens again they are very tasty they have a lot of flavor as they grow There are times that I've grown some of these microgreens and I didn't have enough time to harvest them for whatever reason. And the plant grew a little too tough to eat. And I didn't have time to plant it in the garden. So I tossed it into the compost bin. And then next spring, the plants would sprout out there. There are also times where I've let the seeds go wild, grow wild in the compost bin, and the radishes have grown straight and tall to find the sun, and they've also grown these little green pods on them. I don't know if they're called scapes, radish scapes, like they are on garlic, but those are tasty as well. Or, of course, you can harvest the seeds from these plants that have gone to seed and save them for the following season. Now, the soil for microgreens, I like to add a few things to it so that I am sure to get plenty of nutrients into the microgreens. I've tried many different things in the past, but what has really helped it, the soil while I'm growing the microgreens has been something called rock dust. Other people call it something else, but... Um, If you add that to the soil, it gives it lots of minerals, and then the plant can utilize it. A trick I've learned to control the mold, when you start seeing the white spidery threads that grow on top, you can mix a little bit of grapefruit seed extract in a spray bottle and spray that on top, and... Grapefruit seed is an antibacterial and will kill the mold without hurting the plant or harming you in any way. Depending on how many people you are feeding with these microgreens, keep in mind that they don't last long after they're harvested unless you dry them and put them into a powder to use later. They can be eaten fresh They can be staggered in planting maybe every week, starting a new uh, bin or two so that you have more to share and more to harvest uh, on a staggered schedule. You can sprinkle them on salads. You can roast them with a cabbage steak for added flavor. You can sprinkle them on soup or you can share them with your neighbor. Microgreens are very rich in nutrients and they are often, they often contain a lot more vitamins and minerals and antioxidants than a mature plant would. I mentioned some of my favorites, but there are many more seeds that you can use to create microgreens. Some are in the broccoli family, um, cauliflower, broccoli, cabbage, watercress, radish, and arugula. Although I haven't had any luck with arugula, but maybe in a blend. And then there's some lettuces, like uh, many types of lettuce that you can over plant, like a microgreen, endive, chicory, radicchio, that's a good flavor as well. And these flavors, some are spicy, some are more bland, but they all are very unique. And you can also plant dill and carrots fennel, and celery. The celery seed is a very strong flavor, but I happen to love it. Oh, yes, and then garlic, onions, and leeks. And then, of course, if they grow too large, you can always plant them into a larger container, into the greenhouse or out in your garden. There's also some of the grains that you can plant, like, um, let's see, rice or oats, wheat, corn, barley, beans, lentils. I've even planted wheatgrass. I've tried to eat the wheatgrass, but it's a little tough for me. I do enjoy it by growing a large amount and then juicing it. And then you can also plant some melon, cucumber and squash seeds. I have not done those before, but um, some of the leaves, especially on those plants as they get older, are more prickly. So you have to be careful. Uh, You can also plant quinoa, Swiss chard, beets, and spinach. All of those, excellent choices. So the next time you are in the grocery store and you can find some bulk seeds, um, grab a package or two and see what you can come up with to help supplement the nutrition in your home and for your family. Just one note of caution, and that's to make sure that you rinse them well and don't let the mold grow or any bacteria grow on the surface. Use that grapefruit seed extract so that you don't catch salmonella or E. coli or anything like that. Thanks for listening to Moments with Moni. I'm so glad that you can spend these moments with me. I appreciate it. If you ever get a chance, come on over to Clubhouse on Fridays from 10 to 11 and share a bit about yourself. Let me know that you've been listening. And if you get a chance, share an episode with a friend.